Well, Larry Elder has ended his uh, presidential campaign and uh, has decided to endorse former President Donald Trump. At least that's the word out from Topic Pulse. Also, the wife of the pilot who tried to shut down the plane says, quote, he never would have done that, end of quote. Well, that's maybe why he shouldn't be taking psilocybin mushrooms. Be that as it may, we've got lots more to talk about and interesting people to have join us, including Paul Eisenstein, contributing editor of Headlight.News. Headlight.News on the Ford UAW deal and how it might shape the future of the industry. Good afternoon, Paul. Hey, good to be with you, Paul. It's always nice to have you here. You've been a proponent of... The EVs, as long as I can remember. you. Why did you embrace it immediately? It seemed like you embraced it immediately. You even bought one immediately. Why was that? Actually, Paul, I'd like to use the word skeptical proponent of them. I could tell you all the reasons why there are problems, and there will be issues for some potential buyers for some time. There will be issues for manufacturers for some time. Long term, I still believe that they are the right way to go. Uh, it's a transition, and if you remember, in the early days of the auto industry, I know you weren't around, I was, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a big challenge getting gasoline vehicles to be accepted by the public. Remember, all the way through into the late teens, even after Henry Ford was building the Model T at the, the first assembly plant, there were more steam than, and electric vehicles than there were gasoline vehicles. So... Is a transition difficult? Oh, it's going to be, and it's going to cost money, and it'll be uh, something that not everybody's going to embrace. But well, long term, not, not, it's the not right every stuff. not every auto worker is going to be around to embrace it. If we believe what we hear about how there are fewer workers needed to make an electric vehicle than otherwise, but how about this? We can't even get the EVs going. I mean, that's a pretty I, even General Motors, who says they're fully committed is talking about how difficult it is to sell their EVs. But now we're already talking about something you and I talked about in the past, and I even experienced when we went to the auto show in Japan, for example. We drove hydrogen-powered vehicles and thought, wow, this is pretty cool. And the only uh, uh, the only problem that, that we have coming out of the tailpipe is water, clean water. Yeah, but you, you think EVs are a problem to sell? <laughs> It's going to be nothing compared to selling hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. I am convinced that uh, fuel cell technology will catch on in long-distance trucking. But uh, there's no distribution network. There's no production network. Uh, They are expensive. Uh, they, They have all sorts of limits. They take up a lot of space to store the hydrogen in the vehicle and so on. Paul, you know, I, 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 excuse me, I hope I can say this, but I get pissed off when I hear people starting to talk about, uh, EVs are a problem and that they're not selling and so on. That's nonsense. We have to put perspective on the thing. Do you know that as recently as 2019, EVs accounted for less than 1% of the U.S. market? By 2022, last year, they were 5-plus percent of the retail U.S. market. This year, the numbers have slowed down. The growth has slowed down. They're still 8.5% of the U.S. market. So we have seen an 850% growth in four years. That's pretty spectacular. What's happening is we're not seeing 
it going to 9 and 10% this year. But the actual number of sales, because remember, the U.S. market is growing. So even if you are growing your, your sales, your market share isn't going to grow as fast because the overall market's growing. The first time in history, EVs will account for 1 million vehicle sales this year in the United States. And by the way, in parts of Europe, it's now 20, 30, 40. In some markets, 75 plus percent. And in China, they can barely keep up with demand for it. So I don't like to hear this treated as if it's gospel that EVs aren't selling. They're just not growing as fast. And one of the problems is they still cost a lot to make. That will change. And there's a lot more competitors dividing up the pie. So let, if, if you want to talk about problems, there are problems, but they're not the nonsense that EVs aren't selling. All right. What about the concern that this new very rich contract, first with Ford and the UAW, is going to cost uh, big problems, cause big problems and cost uh, in ways that might mean or lead to even the demise of the American auto industry as we know it, given those other countries that are 70% electric because they're making really good electric vehicles that cost a lot less than ours. Well, the good thing is that we have the new, uh, we have the new Inflation Reduction Act, which means that bringing in EVs from overseas markets where they may be made at a lower cost won't get you the incentives. So if you look at what's happening in the U.S., we have seen something like 20, almost 25 new battery plants coming into the United States. We're seeing dozens of new models coming to the United States, and I'm talking about to be built here. So what we are seeing is that a tremendous amount of EV production is actually moving to the United States. Now, a lot of those, a lot of those are non-union plants, and it's now going to be up to the UAW to do what they said they're going to do for, what, 40 years? Win over workers at all these other plants to unionize. And that's going to be the challenge that Sean Fain will have to, will have to achieve. But it, the reality is we're going to see EV production move to the United States rather than seeing a flood of foreign-made vehicles as we have for the last four decades. Paul Eisenstein, contributing editor, Headlight.News. Uh, uh, you, you took the, the last question right out of my uh, mind, and that is when Sean Fain said that Toyota, Tesla, the Chinese vehicles are not the enemy, they're the future UAW members. How realistic do you think that is? Well, as I said, it's taken them 40 years, and they have not unionized a single foreign plant. Uh, the, interestingly enough, the plant I think that is most likely to go union right now is the Tesla plant out in Fremont, California. Uh, Elon Musk is not a very nice guy, as we I think we can say at this point, and he <laughs> has been treating his workers pretty badly. The number of NLRB complaints... Uh, just for union busting, you know, efforts to unionize, for racism, for uh, treatment of women. I mean, it, that, that place is a minefield that the UAW, if they're smart, would have the best shot of unionizing those workers. Texas, we have to wait and see, but I think they're running into some of the similar problems at the new Tesla plant there. Uh, the UAW came close with VW. 
and they could go back in a couple of years and maybe they'll win this one. But it will be a tough battle. Fain has got to show that what he did with this strike was so good, got such a great deal, that workers should be willing to embrace the union. i, I got to tell you, seen. I, just, I just hate to see, because this, if it worked this time, which apparently it did with Ford, uh, they're going to do it again next time. And to belittle uh, and put down Bill Ford, when Bill Ford spoke from the heart as to never thinking that his workers were enemy, they were family, I, ju- I don't like it. I don't like where this is going. It's only going to get worse. We gotta go, we gotta get going. Paul Eisenstein, contributing editor, Headlight.news. Thank you, Paulie. Good to be with you, Paul. Always nice to be with Paul Eisenstein. We've got uh, tickets to give away to see Annie. We'll do that uh, very quickly in this next hour. And we're going to welcome in Congressman Mike Rogers, now uh, United States Senate candidate Mike Rogers. Always good things to talk about with him. He's such a all-round good guy. And lots more on this Friday edition of Focus with Paul W. Smith.